Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and happy Good Friday to you. Don't hit that one. Uh, Thanks for being here as we kick off your day bright and early. Hope you have a nice, delicious hot cup of coffee and are ready to have some fun. Coming up, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts, plus the headlines you need to know from around the country and around the world. Plus, later today, we are going to be talking about a new product out there from Subway Sandwiches, a Cadbury chocolate egg sandwich. How does that sound? Uh, Yeah. Plus, a real-life snakes-on-a-plane situation. And a drunk driver ran right into the entrance sign of a police station. All that more is coming up today. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And we're headed to a beautiful day, 61 under partly sunny skies, mostly cloudy and 39 tonight, mostly sunny, 65 on your Saturday and then Easter Sunday, beautiful day, sunny and 70. Don't see any rain in the forecast for several days, so... I, I kind of like that. Let's get some sun going, get warmed up here, experience a true spring, if you will. All right, celebrity birthdays now. Christine Prosperer, Prosperi is 30 today. That's Imogen Moreno on Degrassi, the next generation. David Otunga, the WWE commentator, is 43. Tiki and Rondé Barber, the twins that are both now retired NFL players, 48 today. Bill Bellamy, formerly of MTV, 58. Russell Crowe, actor, 59. Buster Douglas, who knocked out Mike Tyson back in the day in 1990, 63 today. Christopher Darden, the L.A. prosecutor, who failed to convict O.J. Simpson, is 67. Jackie Chan, stuntman, but mainly an actor, right? 69 today. Tony Dorsett, the NFL Hall of Famer, also 69. And John Oates from Holland Oates is 75. Francis Ford Coppola. Director is 84. Jerry Brown, the former governor of California, is 85. And it is, of course, Good Friday. Uh, April 7th, though, is also National Beer Day and World Health Day. Coincidence that they're all on the same day? I don't know. But the first camel race in America was held in Sacramento, California, on this date in 1864. It's a proud tradition that continues to this day. Okay. The first successful long-distance demonstration of TV took place with an audience in New York that saw an exciting image of Commerce Secretary Herbert Hoover transmitted from Washington. That happened on this date in 1927. And then in 1940, 
Booker T. Washington became the first African-American pictured on the U.S. postage stamp. 53 years ago today, after having starred in over 200 films, John Wayne received his first Oscar for Best Actor for his role in True Grit. And on this date in 1998, Mary Bono, the widow of skier Sonny Bono, won a special election to serve out the remainder of her husband's congressional term. Uh, Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. Fact number one, George Washington spent about 7% of his annual salary on liquor. Those are tough times, my friends. We are convinced that the future is bright. Our optimism bias. Yes, we have an optimism bias. It convinces us that the future will be better than the present. All right. Now you know what to blame it on. In 2019, a 187-year-old tortoise became the world's oldest known living animal on land. 187 years. His name is Jonathan. 187 years young. Most American car horns honk in the key of F. The key of F. If Texas was a country, its gross national product would be the 10th largest of any country in the world. Texas. Texas. All right. And the first product to have a barcode was Wrigley's gum. They're to blame. Wrigley's gum. And finally, your teeth start growing six months before you're born. So that means at nine weeks, you are growing teeth. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you out there. Happy Good Friday. We are being brought to you this hour by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. Hey, just by the way, so you know, right around 8.30, we're going to be announcing the winner of the Easter Extravaganza giveaway. We're talking cash and candy. Lots and lots of entries, and we'll be announcing that name. We'll be drawing and announcing around 8.30 this morning. So make sure you tune in for that to see if you won. Our first headline up now with headlines from around the country and around the world. Google CEO says the search engine plans to add conversational artificial intelligence features. Advances in AI would supercharge Google's ability to answer an array of queries, according to the CEO, Pichai. He dismissed the notion that chatbots posed a threat to Google's search business, which accounts for more than half of the revenue at parent company Alphabet. With Microsoft already deploying the technology behind the ChatGPT system in its Bing search engine, Pachai is dealing with one of the biggest threats to Google's core business in years, as he also faces investor pressure to trim costs. Last week, Google told employees to expect more spending cuts, including to the company's computing infrastructure, which is critical for developing and running powerful AI algorithms. And your next headlines. Uh, Filings for unemployment benefits were larger than previously thought last month. Initial jobless claims, which are a proxy for layoffs, reached nearly $250,000 a week in mid-March, roughly $50,000 higher than previously reported. 
months, according to the Labor Department. The change reflects revised calculations that strip out seasonal fluctuations in economic activity. It's a sign of easing demand for workers as the labor market slowly cools. Economic factors, including the highest inflation in 40 years, the fastest pace of interest rate increases since the 80s, and recent banking industry turmoil threatened to cool the job market. And the reward for owning stocks over bonds hasn't been this slim since October of 2007. The equity risk premium, the gap between the S&P 500's earnings yield and that of 10-year treasuries, sits around 1.59%. This is well below the average gap of around 3.5 points since 2008. The allure of stocks dimmed recently when bond yields shot up and the corporate earnings picture continued to darken. U.S. stocks closed higher after March's jobless claims data was revised. Okay, and your final headline, a Russian court said that it will hear an appeal from the lawyers of jailed Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich on April 18th. The court could uphold the continued detention in prison, order him moved, or allow him house arrest or grant him bail. A spokeswoman for the journal declined to comment on any specific request the reporter's lawyers made regarding his detention. Of course, he was detained last week and accused of spying an allegation that the U.S. government and the Wall Street Journal vehemently deny. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. And we're looking for a high today near 61. Partly sunny skies, mostly cloudy and 39 tonight. Mostly sunny, 65 tomorrow. Easter Sunday, sunny and 70. Hey, coming up next hour, I wanted to tell you about this interesting story where the Find My iPhone feature is sending people to the wrong place. Really an odd story. we got that coming up. That's next hour, about an hour from now. But uh, right now, talking to you about the Cadbury Cream Egg Sandwich. Do you like these Cadbury Cream Eggs? Not my favorite thing. Uh, But it is, you know, in the spirit of Easter, talking about some of these things, if it somehow sounds good to you, you'll have to hop a quick flight to England, though, to try it. Uh, Or just make one for yourself. Subway has created a new Cadbury cream egg sandwich for Easter, and they're giving out 500 of them at four locations in the UK today. So you're probably going to miss it, unless you're over there listening to us right now, and that's completely possible through our various apps that are available right and so it's called the cadbury cream egg sub melt and there's not much to it it's just a bunch of cadbury eggs crushed up and melted on a six inch loaf of italian white bread (laughs) a chocolate sandwich my friends cadbury says subway came up with the idea and approached them about it they claim it's a it's surprisingly delicious hmm I mean, bread and chocolate, there are worse combinations, are there not? Yeah. Each Cadbury sub is 530 calories, and most of their normal 6-inch subs are 300 to 400 calories. So it's not that much worse, right? Yeah, that's according to the evening standard. Maybe maybe you could go to our local Subway here and ask them, bring in your own Cadbury eggs, and or you could just make it at home. I don't know. Whatever. But uh, anyway, would you try it? I don't know. I don't think I... I mean, I would take a bite. Uh, but this is... Uh, I don't even like those Cadbury eggs. I don't know. What do you think? 870-505-1518. 
It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, Connecticut police officers didn't have to go far to arrest a suspected intoxicated driver. The 30-year-old man was traveling at a high rate of speed and lost control of the Honda Accord that he was driving after it careened off the road and slammed into the entrance sign of the police station. A photo of the crash scene showed the damage... And it was a silver sedan resting amid a pile of concrete blocks from the base of the sign and the busted sign itself. The driver, who police said did not perform a field sobriety test to standard, was charged with traveling too fast, failing to maintain the proper lane and operating under the influence of drugs or alcohol. He was released on a $10,000 bond. And here's your sign that is stranger than fiction. Good morning. This hour is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or give them a call, 479-253-1234. And a very pleasant good Friday morning to you. Yes, a very good Friday indeed. Partly sunny and 61 today, mostly cloudy 39 tonight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and 65. And your Easter Sunday, sunny and 70. Well, have you ever heard of the, you know, the movie Snakes on a Plane with Samuel L. Jackson? Uh, There was a real-life Snakes on a Plane situation. I've never seen Snakes on a Plane, the movie. Uh, It's never been something that I've been intrigued enough to spend time watching, but it is, from a culture, pop culture standpoint, somewhat of a popular title, and it really actually happened recently in South Africa. A South African plane had to make an emergency landing after a deadly cobra was found in the cockpit. At points during the ordeal, pilot Rudolf Erasmus could feel the snake slither down his body. This Is this giving you goosebumps? <laughs> the heebie-jeebies! Anyway, uh... Well, here from the actual movie, Snakes on a Plane, uh, let's hear from this guy. Enough is enough! I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane! It's a good thing that that clip was edited, Snakes on a Plane. This is your captain speaking, and you are safely cruising at altitude with no snakes here on the Ike Wingate Show. And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are headed to a high today of 61. Partly sunny skies. Good Friday indeed. Hope you and yours uh, are having a great day and are going to have a great weekend and Easter and celebrating the Resurrection Day. Well, there is an interesting story out of Texas. What would you do if someone showed up at your door claiming that Apple's Find My iPhone app shows that their missing Apple product is in your house? This is, if if you're not an Apple owner, Apple products, uh, there is the feature, of course, where you can find your stuff. It's an app, so you can find your MacBook, your iPhone, your AirPods, you know, pretty much any Apple product. Actually, I used it. I, I had some AirPods stolen and was able to track it right where it was stolen from uh, but the police were not able to you know it's a long story but anyway it is an accurate thing even when it's not on the internet apparently if it's if there's another apple product around it will ping it and if that product is connected to the internet You'll be able to get a, a general idea of where that product is. Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. Uh, anyway, this is what was happening to a guy in Texas. 
uh, people just kind of are showing up at his house because of some glitch in the software. Multiple angry people, by the way. When people lose their phone or their technology and they think someone has it, oh, you betcha. Yeah, they're they're angry. Uh, they're literally lo- showing up at his door and telling them, hey, give me back my phone. His name's Scott Schuster. It's happened about a dozen times over the past year. For some reason, it uh, directs people right to his house, but he does not have their stuff. He says he tried to get Apple to figure out what's going on, but they haven't done anything, he says. So now he's getting the local news involved. Yep, that's right. And he showed them footage from his doorbell camera of the people who show up demanding their phones and even threatening this guy had to wake up and go answer the door and explain to them that I don't have their device and uh, people don't tend to believe you. Well, the cops are on their way over here, so you may want to come talk to me before they come here. There's plenty of irrational people in the world that if they're angry, if they're drunk, if they, you know, have had a rough night and they lost their phone and thought it was stolen, that's my biggest concern. Someone coming to the house potentially with a weapon. Yeah, so this guy does have t- two kids as well and I understand he's worried it's going to be dangerous. Uh, Maybe he should stick a sign up, though, outside of his house that says, I don't have your iPhone. Uh, Check my neighbor's house. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) And a very pleasant good morning to you. We are about to announce the winner of the Extravaganza giveaway. First, want to tell you we are headed to a high of around 61 today. Partly sunny. Mostly cloudy tonight, 60. I'm sorry, mostly cloudy and 39 below tonight. Mostly sunny and 65 tomorrow. Sunny on your Easter Sunday as well. High near 70. You're going to get your headlines here momentarily. But first, we got to announce the winner of all this cash and candy from the entries in the Easter extravaganza giveaway. Several hundreds and hundreds of entries. You guys have been very, very busy. So... The winner of $120 in cash and a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of candy is none other than Daryl Wendell of Shell Knob. Yes, Daryl Waddell, I should say. Daryl Waddell of Shell Knob, the winner of $120 and the golden egg. Yes, the golden egg with $120 in cash and lots and lots of candy. Thank you so much to everybody who signed up. Thank you to our sponsors as well. Another very successful Easter extravaganza giveaway. Now, your headlines. Arkansas children would need their parents okay to access social media sites under a bill Arkansas lawmakers advanced earlier this week. Moving the state closer toward becoming the second to enact restrictions that critics say raise privacy and enforcement concerns, the majority the majority Republican House approved 82-10, a vote on these restrictions, which have the support of Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. The proposal goes back to the Senate now, which approved an earlier version of the bill for one more vote before it can head to Sanders' desk. And according to the Rogers Police Department, two people were found dead at a Rogers hotel yesterday. Police are investigating the incident as a homicide and have confirmed the suspect to be one of the dead individuals. They identify him as Christopher Roseberry, 23 years old, of Rogers, and the victim, Lisbeth Hernandez, age 20, of Rogers. Officers responded to the Stay Bridge Suites at around 5.30 a.m. yesterday 
and found the deceased. The suspect was found in one location of the hotel and the victim in another, so there are two crime scenes in process. According to police, no other information has been released at this time. And finally, a bill that would require parental approval for Arkansas teachers to address transgender students by the pronouns and names that they use was approved by lawmakers Wednesday and is now headed to Sarah Huckabee Sanders' desk. The bill was approved by the majority Republican Senate on a 19 to 5 vote. It requires parental approval for teachers at public schools, including colleges and universities, to use a minor student's pronoun that is inconsistent with the student's biological sex or a name that's not listed on the student's birth certificate. It would also prohibit schools from requiring teachers to use the pronouns or name that a student uses. Supporters of the legislation portrayed it as an, as an effort to protect teachers from losing their jobs if they don't want to use a name or pronoun that a student uses. Those are your headlines. Good morning. And good morning to you. Happy Good Friday to you and yours. Hope you have a great weekend planned to celebrate the Resurrection Day. We're going to have great weather. Partly sunny, 61 today. 39 the low tonight under mostly cloudy skies. Mostly sunny and 65 on Saturday. And 70 the high under sunny skies on Easter Sunday. Last hour, we told you about a real-life snakes-on-a-plane situation in, what was it, South Africa? Yeah, and uh, a cobra ended up in the cockpit of a plane. I would have crashed that plane. There's just no doubt about it. Uh, Now, furthermore, on the theme of snakes, Arkansas has snakes out. Yes, we've told you before on our outdoor moment with Chase Tressler about snakes being out. Now... Uh, Some additional information from wildlife experts and veterinarians in Arkansas that are warning of more snake sightings as spring weather and temperatures arrive. Of course, as people are spending more and more time outside, something to keep an eye on. Uh, Professor Rebecca McPeak with the University of Arkansas said snakes mimic their environment. She said that creatures will warm up and wake up with warmer temperatures. Some of them are potentially a little bit hungry coming out of stasis, and so they're looking for some prey, and they're going to be more active. The professor stated that Arkansas has six species of venomous snakes. Fortunately, they're more secretive and must be disturbed to be bitten. I don't want to test that theory. Uh, Even Lancaster, I'm sorry, Evan Lancaster has lived in Fayetteville for 25 years. Uh, over near Gully Park and told Five News uh, that he enjoys his morning walks with his dog. Uh, and when it gets cold in the winter, uh, I don't know why this is part of that. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, he says the dog owner, this dog owner knows that pups might put their noses where they don't belong. And he says his last wiener dog, Charles, had an encounter uh, in a park with multiple snakes. Okay, so you got to be careful with your doggy, uh, Dr. Lavelle, an associate veterinarian, uh, says that a venomous snake bite could be risky for our furry friends. They must always visit a vet if they think their pet has been bitten. Okay, so just be aware of that with your other animals. Uh, Professor McPeak said snakes like to crawl under spaces to stay warm. 
So watch your step. If you're bitten, perform first aid while removing any clothes from the swelling bite and try to remember what kind of snake that bit you and take a picture if you can. That's wishful thinking, Professor, because if I get bitten by a snake, I'm out of there. If I see a snake, I'm out of there. That's just me. That's just me. Every snake I know is not venomous. Every snake is not bad. There are good snakes, but just not when I see them. All right? Good morning, and be careful out there. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.